Welcome back to another edition of The House That Alan Built. I'm Scott Martin, and Greg is not available today. He's actually prepping for the game. We are doing this kind of last minute because I've had a busy week. We just got back from Buffalo. I had recorded episode 16 and then had a bunch of family stuff to do and to catch up for the week. I decided to just record here at home. But the Buffalo Bills are taking on the Cleveland Browns. Now, the Browns aren't having a great season but they do have a lot of good pieces, so we we sleep on them. The Bills are supposed to be back at home because of the bad weather and 77 inches of snow. The game got moved to Detroit, and it'll be aired on CBS, and the game color analyst will be James Lofton. He's not very good. I know he's a former Bill, and we love him, but there's going to be minimal replays because he's not good at talking through uh, the live game. The Bills are 9-13 and all-time against the Browns. Their last meetup was in 2019, and the Bills lost 9-16. The Cleveland Browns head coach Kevin Stefanski is in his third year as head coach. He's been there since 2020. He did work in Minnesota from 2006 through 2019, so part of that was under Leslie Frazier. Deshaun Watson is scheduled to make a return in Week 13, so right now it'll be Jacoby Brissett, who gets his 47th start. He is 17-29 and all-time. The average time for him to throw is 2.9 seconds, which ranks 27th. He holds onto the ball a lot, so make him hold on to it. We need to get pressure because he's not great under pressure. He is 13 of 36 on deep balls, which is 30th. And when they run play action at 22.6% of his dropbacks, which is 22nd, he has a 106 QBR in those plays. And they only run screens on 8.9%, which is 19th. As far as the Bills' defense goes, we need to be ready for big boy football because we will be challenged with Nick Chubb. He is a power back. He's probably the best in the league. He will get some. Uh, he'll take some heat off of Brissett. Chubb has 611 of his 904 rushing yards after contact. So we need to get to the ball and we need to tackle him to the ground. That's been a trouble or a spot for the Bills where they can't tackle uh, very well. For the last few years, it's been trending in the wrong direction. Chubb has forced 54 tackles, which is the most in the NFL. So as a defense, we need to be willing to adjust the fronts and confuse Brissett on the offense and throw him some, you know, some different looks. As far as the Buffalo's offense goes, the Bills need to stick to the run game. As much as I love Josh Allen and want him to throw the ball, they still need a balanced attack because Cleveland has a bad interior defensive line and pretty small linebackers. You know, this week I'd like to get all three running backs involved. That means Singletary, Cook, and Hines. They all need to get more touches, and we need to protect Josh Allen at all costs because Cleveland's defense is solid. Now, they're below average, you know, defensively, statistically, but they have, you know, Jadavian Clowney. The biggest worry is Miles Garrett. He's going to get pressure. He's going to come after Josh Allen. And we have the highest turnover rate in the NFL right now at 19% of our drives that end in the turnover. That's nearly one-fifth of the time we have the ball, we turn it over. It's unbelievable. Somehow, the Bills have still managed to be third in total yards and third in scoring. <sighs> so we are in the middle of the pack the last few years as far as the turnovers go. I'm hoping that we can trend out of that. We just need to take care of the ball. As far as Cleveland's defense, their defensive coordinator is not very liked right now in Cleveland. He's basically the reason for their losses. They have only 
had three interceptions and eight total takeaways. That's 8% takeaways, which is the lowest in the league. Their defensive tackle draft picks just haven't worked out. Speaking of which, ours, we're going to have to have Epinesa and Boogie Basham step up because Greg Rousseau is once again out. Cleveland's offense, their offensive coordinator is Alex Van Pelt, former Buffalo Bills backup quarterback. He was first an offensive coordinator for the Bills in 2009, but after that stint, he ended up being a quarterback coach and running back coach until his most recent offensive coordinator spot in Cleveland. The Browns are 20th in passing and 5th in rushing. Their wide receiver one is Amari Cooper, who is a premier receiver. He's very good at route running, and he's a threat at all levels of the field. He's very good at creating separation, but he is minimized by Brissett. Once Watson gets back, that may change, but right now, he will be limited. Wide receiver two is Donovan Peoples-Jones. He has a similar style to Gabriel Davis, and their wide receiver three is David Bell, who's a rookie with a lot of upside. Now, as far as Nick Chubb goes, he has 904 yards on the year, which is 46 yards short of being one of only three running backs to ever have 950-plus rushing yards and eight-plus rushing touchdowns in his first five seasons straight. The other two were LaDainian Tomlinson and Adrian Peterson. Now, Nick Chubb is as good as it gets. He hits the hole with a lot of conviction, and he has a strong center of gravity, so it'll be it'll take a lot to bring him down. And he, he's backed up by Kareem Hunt, who is a solid running back, too. He could be an RB1 in pretty much a majority of the NFL teams around the league. They have depth on depth at, wider, uh, at running back, and they run straight ahead, very similar to the Patriots. A lot of pin and pull. Their offensive line... It's very good. It's gritty. And that starts with right offensive guard Wyatt Teller, who is a stud and also a former Bill. He does have a calf injury. I haven't looked to see the update, but I think he's playing today. If not, either way, he signed a huge extension, and he is the future for the Browns line. And I bet that's one of those trades that Brandon Bean wishes he could take back. Now, Betonio is a very good left offensive guard for the Browns. And they're rock solid at right tackle and solid at left tackle. As far as tight ends go, David Njoku is banged up a bit, but he will put stress on our defense. And if we force them to go three and out or kick the ball, they have punter Corey Bajorquez. Bojo, former Buffalo Bill as well. He's had a pretty good season after, uh, after the Bills got rid of him. He went to the Packers and now he's with Cleveland and he's doing fine. Now, they have a rookie kicker, Cade York, who's 15 of 19 on field goals and 20 of 22 for PATs. He could be an elite kicker. He's got a big leg. He's just had some of those rookie jitters. So, I don't know. I mean, he could have a, a boomer against us, but we'll see. If they have uh, um, have to kick the ball, their their kick return is just okay. So, we should we should challenge them. Um, the Browns are giving up the most punt return yards at 16 yards per return. So Hines could have a day. I hope that he's back there. Overall, I think it's not time to panic. Yes, Josh Allen is doing pretty poorly in the red zone. He has uh, He's currently ranked 53rd out of a possible 55 quarterbacks who have started at least a game this year uh, among red zone expected points against. The turnovers in the red zone the last five consecutive games for the Bills has kind of been fluky. But they also have not scored in the second half a touchdown since week seven against the Chiefs. 
we got to change the game plan up. Running twice in the final 24 steps against the Vikings last week was not good. You need a balanced attack. There were, uh, you know, our three losses have been by a total of seven or eight points. So we were on the, the bad end of the unbelievable game of the year once again. But I'm predicting that the Buffalo Bills come out on top, of course, right? 30 to 21. I believe the spread is 50.5 for over under, and it is uh, seven and a half points in the Bills' favor, and I will take that. So the Buffalo Bills bounce back and hopefully go seven and three and then play again in Detroit, but this time as the away team on Thursday, Thanksgiving. And we will see you then. We'll be back on video. Be sure to download our audio podcast and give it a like. Thanks for watching us on YouTube, and thanks for listening to us wherever you listen to podcasts. Until next time, I'm Scott Martin. This is The House That Allen Built, Episode 17. Go Bills!